All right, thanks. I know we've had a, several components in the service already, and uh, this morning we're going to get into God's Word here uh, in just a moment. Uh, but I want to introduce our speaker for the morning, <laughs> and I'm excited. Uh, I remember back several years ago when I first went into ministry um, how excited I was to serve God and to let God use me and my family. And uh, I went right out of college. Um, I had done a two-year internship in, uh, in Detroit area and then went to school at Evangel. And I graduated, and then I ended up in Dayton, Ohio, in my first ministry position full-time. And I was a children's pastor, and I worked with the kids uh, week in and week out. And all of a sudden, one of the weeks, Pastor Brown, my pastor, came to me and said, Hey, in about six weeks, I need you to preach for me. And, uh, and I went, really? <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I went and I started to pray and seek the Lord, and, and God really honored that. And uh, this morning, uh, if we back up six or eight weeks, um, I knew that my family was going to be out of town this past week for spring break. And uh, I said, Pete, you would bless me. Uh, if you would continue the series that we're going to start at Easter, and uh, would you consider bringing a message and uh, bringing God's word? And, Pat, and Pete, and if you don't know Pete yet, Pete and Deb, they are servants. They are extra mile leaders. They go the extra distance. And pa Pastor Pete said, he said, Pastor, whatever you need. And, uh, and I've watched Pete over the last several months. And uh, when I first got to know him, saw him preach and connect with our students, he's got a wonderful ability to connect with youth. But he is a great communicator. And this morning we are in for a, a, just a, a treat. We're going to ask God uh, to bless you this morning and uh, that our ears will be open to hear what God has to say through Pastor Pete. And uh, I'd like us to give just a warm welcome to Pete. And uh, why don't you come this morning and uh, challenge us in the Word. And we love you, brother. God bless you, okay? Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. I don't know how, how awesomely skilled I am, but I'm going to do my best this morning. Well, it is an honor to be here in front of you guys, in front of this church. I love this family. I love being a part of a church that loves the Lord and, and who cares. And to see our board up here supporting our pastor this morning, what a, what a blessing. We truly are blessed here at the Gateway Church. And, and Pastor, he asked me, he, he said, Pete, would you like to continue the series that I'm going to be starting on Easter? And, you know, I said, yeah, I, I would love to. And so we were kind of talking about some of the, the different things I could be speaking on. And, and God, you know, kind of through a, a series of circumstances put this on our heart. And, and Pastor did a wonderful job of kicking off this series, a series of doors. And we have doors all over here. And, and the theme is, is hey, you, there are different doors in your life that you can either open or you can close. Door, different doors that you can walk through. And, the, and the, the important thing to understand is, is we have a choice on which door we want to walk through. You know, we're going to come up, we make choices all the time. And we here at the Gateway Church, you know, pastor's heart into, into praying and seeking the Lord on where are we going next, what's the next thing you want us to do. It was different doors in your life. And I believe this is, you know, coming from the Lord. And, and we want to help you guys choose to walk through the right doors and identify them and call them out and say, hey, this is the door of, you know, improper attitudes or this is, you know, the door that Jesus would have me walk through. We want to help you define those doors and then make the decision to walk through the right door. And so that was Pastor's heart. And I have, you know, the, the privilege of, of just, you know, furthering this. So I'm super excited, and today we're talking about the door of negativity, the door of wrong attitudes, and the door of positive, 
positivity, the door of positive attitudes. Have you guys ever been around somebody who refuses to be positive? Somebody who is just negative all the time, who's always got something negative. They can't be positive because they're thinking about how bad it's going to feel once they start feeling bad again. And I like to describe it as this. Have you guys ever seen the cartoon Winnie the Pooh? It's a little older. Of course, everybody's seen Winnie the Pooh. I hate that name, Winnie the Pooh. It's the weirdest name in the world. What's your name? It's Winnie the Pooh. But there's a character in Winnie the Pooh, and he's blue, and he's a donkey, and he walks around, and he's always whining about something. Oh, man, lost my tail again, and where did it go? Well, that guy, he's always got a rain cloud following him. He's always in the negative, and it's, it's horrible. But you know what? People in life, they do that. They walk around in this negative state, always complaining, always, you know, seeing the negative, and it's so draining. It's so draining, and we don't want to be like that, you know, because they, they're, you say, hey, Eeyore, your tail's still on. He goes, oh, oh, well, you know, I'm probably going to lose it tomorrow, so, you know, I'm just expecting it's going to be gone, and we don't want to do that. But, you know, the truth is people on their own will always go negative. They'll always go to the negativity because we, we love negativity. There's negativity all around you. You are bombarded by negativity all throughout the week. You are, you know, news, radio, movies, TV, comedy. It's all around us. It's all go, going negative all the time, and it's hard. And we as a people, you know, people love the negative stuff. It you know, gossip and slander, secrets, bitterness, sin, envy, jealousy, and hate, they all have their roots in negativity. You know, so we want to not fall into that trap. We want to identify the door of negativity and identify the door of positivity. You know, have you ever tried jumping a car? I'm not a car guy, okay? If you guys know me, I'm not a car guy. I don't do well with them, and and Pastor, he helps me you know, stay on the stay on the road of keeping my car nice and running. But um, but uh, have you ever tried jumping a car with the cables crossed on accident? You might have hooked up the negative to the positive and the positive to the negative. What happens? What happens when you do that? You experience a meltdown, don't you? The outcome is not fantastic, and the person who you've asked to help you jump is not happy with you. Okay, it's a negative situation. You experience a meltdown and some of us here may be having this issue in our lives we're saying hey i have my cables crossed i am experiencing a meltdown in my life okay well i want to help you get on the road to stability i want to help you get to a place where you are walking through the door of positivity walking where people where, where the lord wants you to be okay yep and some people will come and tell you and say hey all you got to do is think positive Think positively, think happy thoughts, and you'll fly like Peter Pan. That is not what I'm talking about today. You know, if you just look inside yourself to find the answers and look inside and and feel positive, you, you know, it is dumb. It is dumb to think that the answers are inside yourself because all you see when you look inside yourself is anger, lust, hate, and sin because we're all sinners, aren't we? You know, so if we look in our sides on our own, just look inside of ourselves for the answer, all we're going to find is sin, okay? Because the truth is, the answer is outside of ourselves, isn't it? You know, the answer, and Pastor did a beautiful sermon last week about how Jesus is the door. And how many know Jesus is our answer? We can't just look inside of ourselves and think positively and expect to find the answer to all of our problems, because we won't. 
John 10, 9, and Pastor opened this up last week and said, hey, Jesus is the door. Jesus called it out himself. John 10, 9, I am the door. Notice he says, I'm the door and not just a door, right? He is the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and go in and out and find pasture. I want you guys to make the decision to to allow Jesus to infiltrate your life by walking through this door of positivity. You know, you can walk through it. It takes a choice. And an abundant life is all about positivity, okay? And, and I want to kind of identify this positivity that I'm talking about. Because do you know what biblical positivity really is? Biblical positivity is having a God-driven outlook that gives us a God-ordained outcome. Right? we got to have a God-ordained outlook in our lives. Because I'm not talking about some fake phony baloney positivity here. I'm not saying stick your hand into the sand and deny all your problems. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about having a God-ordained outlook. Because if you're having a meltdown in your finances, and I say, brother, you know, I've noticed you've been struggling. Like, I know, I'm broke, and I'm behind on all my bills. Give me five. You know, that is, that's denial and stupidity. That's not what I'm talking about. Don't be in denial. Don't bury your head in your sand, okay? You know, the Bible does not leave out negativity. You know, it talks about it. It talks about the good and the bad. You know, so if you're struggling, don't be in denial, but have that God-driven outlook, the God-driven outlook that gives you a God-ordained outcome. You know, the Bible talks about this stuff. You know, can we, you know, can we just be real? The Bible keeps it real for us. You know, the Bible, you know, shows us, hey, there's stuff in your life that, are, that you're going to come against, but, you know, when you walk through, you choose to walk through the door with Jesus, that you are going to have victory in your life, you know? So, so really, there are two doors that we can walk through here. There's a door of positivity or the door of negativity. And we're going to call them, or we, we're going to redefine the door of destiny or the door of the desert. And why would I call this the door of the desert? I'm going to tell you. Turn with me in your Bibles to Numbers 13. Number, Numbers 13, um, verse 20, 13, 27. And I want to just give you kind of like a little overview of what's going on here. Okay, the Israelites have been brought out of Egypt. They're, they're walking through the land, and God has been working amazing miracles. Just think of all the different miracles that God has worked with them through this point. You know, he's parted the Red Sea. He, he had all the plagues that, that were on Egypt. And, and a literal pillar of a cloud is leading them by day, and then a fire by night. Can you imagine the spectacle that this must have been? You know, that God is leading the Israelites up into the land, and he says, go and take it, go check it out. And that's where we're going to pick up our story here today. Thirteen twenty-seven. it says, then Moses gave this account. We went into the land to which you had sent us, and it does flow. These are the spies coming back telling Moses. They said, it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit, but the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw the descendants of the Anak there. Okay, so 10 out of the 12 spies came back with this report of negativity, that the people are large, but the land is good, and it is everything God has promised. But there's people there, you know, and they're large, and there's all these problems. And they came back. But two of these spies, they, they decided, you know, we're not going to go that route, you know, can you imagine, just sit there and imagine with me, after seeing all that God has done for them up to this point, can you imagine getting up to this land and looking out and then just saying, God can't do this? Hasn't God already done ten times greater things for them at this point? 
they have, and can you imagine just going there and stopping and then having this attitude of, God, we can't do it. We can't do it. But Caleb and Joshua were two spies that said, hey, we're not going to look at it that way. You know, check out what they said. I love what they said. Caleb silenced the people before Moses, and he said, we should go and take that land, for we can certainly do it. And that is the door that I want you guys to walk through. He had that positive attitude. He knew that God has done greater things, that he was with them, that he had promised them that they could do it, and he was going to walk through it. He wasn't going to let, you know, the outside, his outlook determine his outcome. He said, we can certainly do it. And I wish that the story ended there. I wish that they just charged in the land and took it and, and got what God had promised them, but they didn't. You know, in verse 31, they, there was men there, but, and they said, but, they said, but, but. You show me someone who says but all the time, and I'll show you somebody who is negative. Because people who are negative always have a big but, don't they? Just Okay. So check this out. They said, but the men who had gone up with them, we can't, said, we can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread out among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. The land they, ex- they explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there were of great size. We saw the Nephilim there. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes and seemed the same to them. Now, a couple of things I wanted, want you guys to notice. That those negative people, they are always exaggerators. They're always exaggerating the circumstances of why they can't do it. They are filled with fear. Negative people are always filled with fear. We can't defeat them. They're too big, you know. They're like, oh, they go from that, and now what are they doing? They're going from that to, oh, we should have never left Israel. We should go back to being slaved, to being whipped, to being beaten, to making bricks for Pharaoh. That's where they were going. That's where their negativity, that door of the desert, that's where that started leading them. They wanted to go back to that. Get this, in Numbers 14, 1 through 3, if we skip ahead quickly, it says this. That night, all of the people in the community raised their voices and wept aloud. And all the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron. And the whole assembly said to them, If only we had died in Egypt or in the desert. Why is the Lord bringing us to the land only to letting us fall by the sword? And did you catch, in, catch what happened in this story? Did you catch there that this negativity started with ten men? Ten men. This negativity started with ten men and then swept throughout all of Israel. And now the whole assembly is crying out and weeping, why are we doing this? Why, why, why? Ten whiny men. Negativity is contagious, isn't it? It is extremely contagious. And we have to be mindful of this and know that that we don't want to be caught up by this contagious thing and start going, why, why? All of Israel started to do this why thing. Why is this happening to me? Why can't we do this? Why didn't we just die? Okay, the nation of Israel started to do the why thing. Okay, you show me someone who's negative, and I'll show you somebody who says why all the time. Why do I got to do this? Why is this happening to me? Okay, I want to help you guys. If you're tempted to do the why thing, if you're tempted in your life to ask why, and you will be, when you're tempted to do this, I want you to do something that will help change your life. Put a knot after that why. Why not? Why not go for that job? Why not go for that promotion? Why not step out in faith and do what God has called us to do? Why not do that? You know, if you do that, it's going to help propel you. It's going to help you walk through the door of positivity, through the door. Jesus, 
He is the door. We need to walk through it. There were two million people in that desert, okay? And only two of them of that original group made it to the promised land, okay? And those were the two that chose to be positive. Two million people died in the desert. And after reading that, can you honestly stand there and tell me that God is not concerned about positivity in your life? He is. God is way concerned about positivity in your life. We need to be positive and stay, have that God, God-driven outlook. We need to see things the way God tells us to. Get that perspective of God in our life. You know, because whenever we go negative, we walk through the door of negativity, don't we? We are rebelling against God. We're saying we don't trust you. We're negative in our lives. You know, the universal sign for negativity is this horizontal line. Yes, horizontal this way. Okay? But so it's negative. It's, it's going this way. That's the universal sign for negativity. And did you know the, the universal sign for positivity comes straight above, right through that line down, comes straight from God through man like this. It goes right through. Okay? And that's the sign of the cross, folks. That's the sign. Jesus is our answer. Jesus is the door that we need to walk through, and we need to trust in that. And I have a key verse here that's going to help you stay positive, stay walking through the door of positivity, and have that God-driven outlook. It's Romans 8, 28. You know, this is key, and this is going to really help you in your lives. And some of you may, may have this memorized, and if you don't, I, you know, I hope that you, you meditate on this throughout the week. 8.28, it says, and know that in all things, everybody say all things, all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And it does say all things, not just the good things in your life when things are going good, but also the bad things in your life when things are going bad. God can work all things out for you, okay? And that's easy for me to say. It's easy for me to say that God can work all good things when maybe you've lost a loved one, okay? But God can, and we have to choose to walk through that door of positivity and trust God that he's going to bring us through. We have to. We have to hold on to that and, and choose to walk through that door and, and know that God's going to work it out for your good. You know, we have to trust him. You know, we are talking about your outlook determining your outcome, okay? And to do that, we have to practice some simple disciplines to help us walk through the door of positivity, okay? And I want to I give you four things that are going to help propel you through the door of positivity, Okay, number one is develop the art of appreciation. Is develop the art of appreciation. The Israelites, they were not appreciative of all God was doing for them. And you show me someone who is unappreciative, and I'll show you someone who is negative. You know, show me someone who is ungrateful, and I'll show you someone who is negative. We have to be thankful and grateful for what God has done for us in our lives. Okay, you need to work at getting that as part of your attitude of being grateful, of thanking God and, and seeing all the things that he has blessed us with instead of looking at, at what everybody else has and what you don't have. Because I tell you what, God is a good God and God loves you and we need to appreciate all that he has done for our lives. Okay, so we need to be grateful to that, for that. The second thing is this, is the 10 to 1 ratio. The 10 to 1 ratio. And what do I mean by that? I believe that it takes 10 positive statements to erase one negative statement in your life. Have you ever noticed that negative statements will stick to you st more strongly than positive? 
throughout your life, through your whole life as you've been, you know, growing and, and doing all the different things God has called you to do, when people are negative towards you, when people criticize you, when people say negativity, a coach, a teacher, or something like that in your life, that, that comment, it wants to stick to you. It's hard to get off. It, it's like lint on my shirt that I was trying to get off this morning, okay? You know, negativity sticks to you, and it will take 10 positive statements to undo one negative statement, okay? And I want, to, I, want to show, I want to tell you guys this morning, do you know what one of the most dangerous weapons in all the earth is? I want you to do this for me. Everybody look at your neighbor right in the eyes. Go ahead, look at your neighbor right in the eyes, and now stick your tongue out at him. <laughs> stick your tongue out at him. There it is. There's one of the most dangerous things in the whole world is your tongue. And you gotta, you got to be careful what you're speaking. You do. You don't want to be throwing out negativity. You want to be talking, you know, saying positive things and building and, and, and building people up, lifting them up with your, with your words. Because parents and teachers and coaches and pastors and, and you know, everybody, leaders, we don't want to be speaking negative because those negative statements will stick. You know, it will take 10 positive statements. So we want to be mindful of the 10 to 1 ratio and speak positivity over our kids, over our families, over our workplace. You know, we want to be speaking those things. I gave a challenge um, to the Connect 301 people to only speak positively about yourself. You know, and it's tough to do. You may say, oh, that's easy, but it's tougher than, than you think to do that. So we need to understand it and, and be mindful of that 10 to 1 ratio in your life. Okay. The next thing is, is we, need to, uh, we need to look for the Joshua and Caleb people in your life. We do. We need to look for those people, okay, because there's a famous Jeannie Mayo quote that we tell the students all the time. Hey, you show me your friends, and I will show you your future. But that same thing rings true for us as adults, doesn't it? You know, in your life, you know, you don't, have a, you don't always have the choice to be around you know, those positive Joshua and Caleb people. You might work with people who are negative. But your closest friends, the people who are closest to you, they've got to be those Joshua and Caleb kinds of people. Those have got to be the people you go to and say, hey, and bear your heart to because they'll lift you up. Because think of it like this. Maybe, you know, if you take two batteries and you hook them together and one of them is supercharged, the other one's not, and, and one just takes and takes and takes and drains, okay, and gives nothing back in return. Those are like the, those 10 spies. Those are negative people in your life. And they'll just end up draining all that, that stuff that God has put in your life. And, and they'll drain you. Okay? But you, you, know, you can take other batteries. You can hook them up. And they just seem to charge you, pump you up, and get you going, get you excited. Those are going to be the Joshua and Caleb people. Those have got to be the closest people to you in your life. You know, you need to to develop this and maybe you might want to reevaluate some of the people who are closest to you saying hey this person is negative and they're always drawing me into this negativity they're always asking me to walk through this door of the desert and you don't want to go there you don't want to do that you know so be mindful of that okay and the next thing is to control what you see and hear you've got to control what you see and hear because like i said we are bombarded by negativity all around us all the time you are bombarded by negativity in your life. You know, sometimes some of the shows you watch are negative and can and, and get you into a place where you don't want to be, where you're walking through this valley of sorrow and, and going through the door of negativity. And some of us, maybe we need to go on a media fast. You know, if all this stuff that you're taking in and putting into your body, and if it's all negative, 
you know, it's going to have an effect on you because we already said, hey, negativity is contagious, isn't it? You know what? You don't want this contagious disease to, to, you know, affect you, to get into your body. You want to be careful of that, okay? So some of us maybe need to go on a media fast, fast the type of music we're listening to. I remember this one song that was popular, and uh, some of you may not remember this, some of you may not, but there was a song that was popular when I was in high school. I can't remember the artist, but it was like, hey, I'm a loser, and soon, you know, I'm going to die. And I'm like, you know, and I, you know, I was walking down the halls, you know, doing my thing, and I'm seeing people singing this, uh, this, this song, and I'm like, that's awful. Why? <laughs> I'm a loser? I'm going to die? What? It's, I think it was Three Doors Down or something like that. It's horrible. What is it? Beck? Maybe. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of negativity songs out there. Um, there is. There's just a lot of negative. So, hey, let's be mindful of what we're putting into our brains, you know, because we don't want that stuff to program us or to, to feed this contagious negativity into our bodies, do we? So maybe some of us need to do that, you know. And instead of hooking up to that stuff, you know what we need to be hooking up to? We need to be hooking up to God's word. You know, God's promises. That's where our cables need to be hooked up to. Because if you get that wrong, you're going to experience a meltdown in your life. And you do not want to experience a meltdown. You want to be charged. You want to take, like Pastor said, grab Jesus' nail-pierced hands and follow him through that door of positivity, through the door of destiny in your life. Because that's where God is calling you. He has called, he's made you for a plan and a purpose. And you want to grab a hold of that and follow Jesus through the door. That's what you have to be hooked up to, not walking through the door of negativity, not looking at all the giants in your life and start crying about it. You want to say, hey, God's brought me through this far. I'm 31 years old, and God's going to bring me another 70. You know, I'm going to live to 100. Pastor wants to live to 120. I'm good with 100. I'm hoping he's going to come back by then. But you know what? You need to follow Jesus through that door. You know, you, you have to believe God has brought me through this far. He's going to see me through the rest of the way. Amen? Amen. Because God can do it. You know, God's good. God is good on his word. Get into God's word. Hook your cables up to God's word. And maybe instead of watching all that negativity on TV, you can fast some of that time and hook your cables up to the Bible. Hook your cables up to Jesus and walk through that door. Okay? You know, so if... I want to say this, you know, if I could put all your words together that you've spoken this week, if I followed you around and I recorded everything you said and played it back to you through these speakers here, which door would you be walking through? Would you be walking through the door of positivity, the door of destiny, or would you be walking through the door of the desert? You know, I don't want to know the answer, but I want you guys to think for yourself. Think about your week. Think about what you've said this week, what's come out of your mouth, how your attitude has been. If I could play that back to you and show it to you somehow, which door would you be walking through? Would you be walking through Jesus or would you be going negative? You know, because we're talking about here about, about your outlook determining your outcome. You know, your outlook determines your outcome. And you have to have a God-driven outlook in your life if you're going to be a successful Christian walking in victory. You have to have that God-driven outlook. You know, and allow God to, to help you make your outlook positive. 
and walk through the positivity and remember the things he has done for you. Be thankful for all the blessings in your life and find those people who are going to charge you to lift you up. And that's part of what we're called to do here. And that's part of what you're supposed to be doing where you're coming here week after week is hooking up with people who are like-minded, who are going to charge you up and who are going to help lift you up in your life because that negativity is all around you and it's seeking. You know, misery loves company. (laughs) Negativity is contagious. Okay, so this is part of what we do here is we're hooking up and getting that God-driven outlook. Okay, so I want to do this. If I could have Mary come up here quickly. Um, I want to close this way. Um, Maybe you're sitting here and maybe you can you're hearing me talk about the door of positivity and Jesus being the door, you know, the only door to walk through. You can honestly say in your life that you have never walked through that door. That you, you never said, okay, I never trusted Jesus with my life. I've never said, take control. You know, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to walk through your door and choose to live the way you have called me to do. And if that's you this morning, and you have never done that in your life, okay, and if your heart were to quit beating right now, you wouldn't know if you're going to go to heaven or hell. I want to give you an opportunity to choose to walk through the right door because it is a choice. You know, and I want to help you this morning. So, so with every head bowed, every eye closed, nobody looking around. You know, if that's you, if you're saying, you know, Pastor Pete, that's me. I want to walk through that door. I don't remember ever doing it. I need to, to trust Jesus with my life and to walk through that door of positivity. I want you to lift your hand up right now. You know, I don't want you to miss this. You know, very briefly, this is going to be over. And you're going to go on about your day. Don't miss out on this opportunity if that's you. You know, if that's you this morning and you've never taken that choice, I'm going to invite you just to slip your hand up. All right. Praise the Lord. Nobody raised their hand, and that's okay, and that's a good thing. You know, and I pray that, you know, that everyone in here is saved. You know, but if you're, if you're not and you just, you know, you weren't sure or you weren't, you know, hearing what I'm saying, I, I challenge you just to reflect on that this week. Think about your life and what you believe and where you're going and, and where you're going to spend eternity. And I challenge you to make Jesus a part of that. Okay. And the other thing I want you to do is maybe when, you know, when I was putting out there, hey, if I were to play everything that you've been talking about throughout the week, if I were to play that back to you and you would say, hey, you know what? I was walking through the door of the desert, Pete. I've been walking through the door of negativity. I got this stuff going on in my life, and I haven't been trusting God. I've been, you know, so much focused on the problem instead of Jesus as my solution. You know, if that's you this morning and you you feel like you've been struggling with negativity, I want to pray with you too, okay? I want to give you an opportunity to say, hey, Jesus, I'm coming back to you. I trust you, and I'm going to walk through the door of positivity. I'm going to walk with you, Jesus all the way through, and I'm going to believe your word and believe the promises of God in my life. If that's you, I want you to slip your hand up right now. You know, I see a couple hands. Thank you, guys. You can go ahead and put them down. Anybody else? Anybody feel like, hey, maybe I need to, to get some things right? I've been negative in my life. Anybody else? I see that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I want to go ahead and I want to pray with you guys. I want to pray a blessing over you. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. Lord, I thank you that you are a good God, that you love us, that you care for us, that you're watching out for us, God. And Lord, I pray that you help each and every one of us, God, choose to have your outlook. Lord, that when 
troubles arise and giants rear their ugly faces, Lord, that we won't spring to negativity, God, that we would choose to stand on your word, that we would come to Jesus and walk through the door, the door of positivity, the door of destiny, Lord God, the door of salvation that Jesus is holding open for us. God, I pray that we choose to to do that in our lives. I pray for everybody who raised their hand in here, God. I pray that you just give them peace in their heart right now, God. Lord, that all that fear would melt away, Lord. All the concern would melt away, God. And that they would be so focused on your goodness and all the good things that you have done that they would just trust that the, that the rest of it is going to follow suit. That you're going to do a great thing in their life, God. Lord, put your hand on them. Love on them, God. And help them to just to speak positive things about themselves and about others, Lord. And I pray that you just just be Lord of their lives this week, God, and help them to remember that they're choosing to walk through the door of positivity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.